You're listening to the Indie Echo Podcast, a showcase of independent music and the artists that make it. I'm Jordan, producer at High Five Music. Lucy Gann is a singer-songwriter from Hampshire, England. She recently released her debut single called Delightful Monster, and I produced it. So this episode is going to be a little different because we made a song together. Yay! And it's really awesome. You want to you want to tell everybody what it's called and where they can find it? It's called Delightful Monster, and it's on like every major streaming platform, I believe. I'm Lucy. I am from England, as you can tell from my accent. In terms of like how I got into music, it's quite Okay, there's quite a lot, but I'm classically trained in violin and piano and have been since, well, I started lessons at like six, six years old. And then when I was 11, that's, well, actually, no, I wrote like songs in primary school, but they weren't really proper songs. They were just a load of, can I swear? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a load of shit. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I wrote my first like proper song when I was 11 and that's also when I started playing guitar so I've just been at it for like one two three four five six seven seven eight years I've been writing songs inconsistently but kind of seven eight years when I first started I was quite a big Taylor Swift fan so at the time she was very much like my songwriting inspiration I guess and that's where I like got my main ideas from and then over time I've just kind of like so now when I write songs, I don't actively have like someone that I'm trying to imitate or like get stuff from. I just do whatever comes in my head and just wherever my mind leads me. Yeah. Do you remember which group it was we met in? Not a clue. <laughs> I just know that I like posted something on Facebook that was like, I'm looking for, I don't know how to find a producer, help me. And then you reached out to me. So I was like, hi. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then five, four months later, we're on the BBC. So yep. that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, so you took a gamble. You never know when you, you know, you talk to these people. I mean, you did have a convincing profile picture. I saw the cat. And I was like, that is very cute, and I trust guys who like cats. So, <laughs> excellent. Okay, so here's the story of Jordan plus Lucy. Juicy, juicy. That's the bit. <laughs> juicy. Ooh. Okay, so <clears throat> you were like, oh, I could help out maybe. So then we messaged and then I sent you demos. I love my enemies more than they love my heart. Bearing teeth, don't know what you've done to me. You're the most delightful monster I've ever seen. You sent me a quick demo back. Don't know what you've done to me. 
because this is great so it started well you just sent me like a chorus at first and then I was like yeah okay this is awesome let's carry on I can't remember how long it took but at some point I guess you sent like a whole a whole first draft well you sent me the vocals like the oh yeah the high quality vocals. yeah okay yeah. so then so you did like a whole did the whole thing for the first time and sent it back to me I can't really remember like I can't remember exactly what it sounded like. There were a couple of places where I just wanted to change some chords and then you did that for me and then it didn't it was actually very low low and uh, not low maintenance, you know what I mean? Like there wasn't a lot that to change about it apart from like some chords and stuff and then the rest was just like we only cuz as you said we only had like three drafts and we we're, we're both happy with how it went anyway, so it was quite an easy process to be fair. I think you're going back and forth on whether or not you wanted to, you know, have an album or an EP or something. What made you decide to do a single? Yeah. So after we basically had a finished product, apart from you made like some tweaks before the final release, but, but when we had pretty much the final song, I didn't know what to do with it for a while because I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing with any of my other music either, like my other songs. But then I was like, because I was spending so long just like n- not deciding what to do, I was like. It's time to actually do something instead of just being stuck in this mess. Um and actually it was you who kind of got me to do something cuz you like you're the, you reached out to me and you're like, "Hey, I've got this podcast and here we are on this podcast." Like you're like, "I'm doing this podcast and it would be cool if we did an episode, which is what we're doing." Um and that was the moment when I was like, "Okay, I should probably actually do something now." So, yeah, I'm just going to put this out there, whatever, like screw everything else. Let's just get this out um and finally make a move. So, that's how. It's good to just have your first one out there so you have something to show people, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, no, no, really, I actually am an artist. <laughs> Here, look. <laughs> oh, then we did um, the album art. Mm-hmm. We went back, back and forth on that. Yeah. We had a couple different options, and then you opted to actually write the words that are on the cover. So that was pretty cool. On the little monster guy. Yeah. Who kind of just... He's so cute. The little monster guy. <laughs> If you ever have merch, he has to be your little <laughs> merch monster. Noted. Then we sent it off. Then two weeks later, it was released, more or less. Mm-hmm. And then you uh, you submitted it to BBC Introducing. I did. And you got it played. Yep. That was relatively quick, too. You, I didn't expect such a fast turnaround. Yeah, no, neither did I. It was a pleasant surprise. I literally, like, I saw the email from them, and I literally, like, choked on myself. And then I just sent it to you straight away, and I was very excited. <laughs> it was very exciting. Because in the beginning, they're like, yeah, we have a, we have this person on the show, this person on the show, and wait for it, <laughs> Lucy Gann at the very end. I've got new stuff from Izzy Maudsley and new name Lucy Gann from Hampshire. We love this. It is delightful monster. Send to me, you're the most delightful monster I've ever seen. BBC Radio Solent. Was there like a difficult part of the process in terms of releasing your first single? Because I know half the process, but 
if from your perspective, was there any difficult part of it? The thing is about it being like my first release is that there wasn't any pressure anywhere because it's my first thing. So it's not like anyone's expecting any from me. It was actually pretty chill. Like I'm happy with how it went. So it's all good. There was only really maybe three or four actual versions of it. Yeah. Going back and forth. And that's that's not always the case. And it's relatively because what you had your initial demo I just kind of like did the chorus and that's more or less the way it stayed. Yeah. You know, tweaks here and there. But if we play the uh, the very first demo, it's relatively similar to the the final version. With the the demo of Delightful Monster, it's it's you know, it's a acoustic ballad of sorts. Mm-hmm. So so did the like the final production was that like completely different from what was in your head or was It was it- actually okay so you know the first like demo you sent me of just the chorus that was actually I know I said it in like when we messaged but it was genuinely so good I loved it. So like that was actually kind of kind of what I had in mind but like because this song was so different to what I usually do it's not like I had a really clear picture of what I wanted anyway so yeah, it was good for me to just like let you do your thing and you did a great job by the way. So like Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very happy with how it turned out and it's pretty much where I want it to be, so yeah. So what is Delightful Monster actually about? <laughs> okay. It's about two relationships. So one of them is okay, obviously I'm not gonna like name the person or anything, but it's about a certain relationship with someone. Um, also, it's probably not what people like. It's probably not what people are going to assume. Like from me saying this, it's not what people think. But there's that, and then it's also like partly about a relationship with myself, I guess, in a way. So it's about two things at the same time, and yeah, yeah, it's a bit deep. <laughs> the lyrics are delightfully British <laughs> in that you have these actually really dark themes and 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 lyrics. Yeah. But then sometimes it's really cheeky. <laughs> yeah. So, so is that a characteristic of your writing? You would say, or your personality? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I want to like, what's my personality? <laughs> I like to have fun and be cheerful in life, so that's what I'm trying to do. In general, I have a friend who I show like quite a few of my songs to, and then so when I played this song to her, that she said to me that, oh, you know, um, Zanny. By Billie Eilish. Uh, I think so. Yeah, so I actually didn't, I wasn't that familiar with that song, but then she told me it sounded like that song, and then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, you're not that wrong, actually. Obviously, you're the producer here, so you will know more about the production side of things, but I'm thinking, like, especially the bass, like the nice, like, gritty kind of bass thing in the chorus, I that that kind of feels a bit Billie-ish to me as well. So how did your, your classical training help you in writing songs? I really don't know. I mean, like, when I write songs, it's not like I use actively, like, use theory or anything. I mean, I probably, probably in, like, the back of my head or something, like, the classical training gives me some sort of direction. But I, it's not like I think, oh, I know that I should use, like, a dominant chord here and then, like, go to the subdominant or anything like that. So it probably has helped, but without me really realizing that much. Now, have you performed live at all, like sing your songs in front of people? Yeah, actually, I've I've been going to these um, virtual open mics on the Zoom and everything. Um, I I don't really know why. I think I just like randomly felt like doing it, but it's been like really good practice. I mean, before 
So this was this has all been during like lockdown, so everything's just on Zoom. But before that, I only performed my own songs once live, and that was <laughs> that was a shitty experience because I was so bad, and yeah, that did not go great. But I've been I've gotten more practice now, and hopefully, if I ever do like in person live stuff again, it'll be a lot better than my other experience. I write from personal experience, I guess. Actually, I write a lot of songs for pe for pe certain people, like friends and sometimes family. So it's kind of like words that I don't know how to say in conversation, basically. So I write songs from that. I do a lot of just kind of nice little acoustic things. Usually, that is. Um, sometimes I go out and do something different. For example, the song we made. You sent me your. Um, it's like a collection of demos. Yeah. I guess this is the first one. To like be released right yep i've actually forgotten about like most of the other songs that were there but <laughs> i have like a couple of songs from the list that i sent you that i'm still that still might be like okay but the rest of them i just don't really like anymore so <laughs> that happens sometimes when yeah you know you'll write a song and then months will go by and you'll be like that's not who i am anymore i don't what, what was this yeah literally <laughs> so this is your your first release where would you like to go after this yeah, um, obviously I'm gonna keep writing. Um, I I currently have like eight songs that I like. I think I want to release at some point. So maybe, yeah, maybe it would be like an EP. If I keep, if I write more, then it could be a whole a whole album. I don't really know like like all the details of what I want to do yet. But I just, I definitely will like have more stuff at some point. Yeah. Is there any sort of like takeaway or how do you want people to respond to the song? I guess if anyone is like experiencing that sort of relationship with anyone, whether it's like with yourself or another person, like I guess it's sort of um, a toxic situation, I guess. It's not always like easy to realize when you're in that situation, but like that's one of the main difficult things is realizing if you have to get out of something and if you do like obviously it's not that easy but I, I, don't, I don't know I mean I just want everyone to be happy I don't know I hope everyone's okay <laughs> I hope you're okay that's a lovely message <laughs> delightful monster is available wherever you get your music check the high five music youtube channel to see Lucy and me break down the production track by track there, you can also find the video versions of the podcast. Indie Echo is a product of Hi5 Music, an online production studio that brings your bedroom demos, just like this, to life. To be featured or request an artist, use the contact form link on my Instagram, at Hi5Music, and you can follow the show at Indie Echo Podcast. Thank you for listening. Seven.